Hello and welcome for the 150th time to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is And last. And last. (laughs) The series finale. Damn. Damn. That's good to know. (laughs) Sorry, Brett. (laughs) Whit and I talked about this. (laughs) We're we're doing a new podcast called the uh, the Oh Brother Podcast. Oh, man. What if we did the O Brother podcast not featuring Brett Rabel, specifically wow. in the title? Not featuring. Hey, man. Of course, trying to ride my name. That's so classic, trying to <laughs> use that name. You know, it's like how Pete Best, uh, the Beatles' former drummer, didn't yeah. he name an album not the Beatles or something like that? Cool. I don't know, but that, if he did, that's so funny. What he a good idea. Same, he used the same name as every porn. <laughs> video not the Beatles <laughs> this is definitely not and, the Beatles and not the is so small in the title you can't even see it yeah it's <laughs> just three font I've always been saying Pete Best fucked up by not making a porn parody of the Beatles uh. <laughs> he, he should have like I mean I, I have no idea I don't even know um, the, what the exact story was with that um, and why he left or was he kicked out or what? I think um, he was kicked out. I think it was like a, a deal where like, you know, it's kind of like in that movie, that thing you do yeah, where, where he was the drummer and he was their friend. And then, and they all like, they saw Ringo and they all liked Ringo. And I think yeah. Ringo was actually a, um, who was their manager? George. Uh, I don't know. George Orwell. George Orwell. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> it sounds with the M, I think, like George McMaster. Brian's a name shit. to keep the combo going. Brian Epstein. Um, yeah, so exactly. That. Like I said, George McMaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely not even a syllable, right? And Epstein, huh? Oh. Mm. Famous Epstein name. Um, yeah, so they were they were going along and playing their bars in Hamburg and stuff, and then he um, he was like, Yeah, I can make you guys big time, but you gotta lose the drummer. And then I think like maybe he couldn't make one show and they were like, Hey, just have Ringo come in. And then they had Ringo come in. They're like, wow, this guy's infinitely better. Let's just keep. Ringo. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's like that Man. show I was told about on Netflix. I don't even know the name off top, but it's like, I guess they take these couples that are one of them is like dragging their feet on moving the relationship right. yes, I've seen along. This. Have you heard it? I'm, I'm just going to describe it. And so then they let, each member of the couple date another member of another couple. Mm-hmm. It's like they try it out for like two or three weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they come back and decide, do they want to keep being together? What's it right. called, Christian? Do you know? I don't know. It's it's called like marriage. It's something like <laughs> – it's like get off – Shit or get off the pot. Like it has, it's like it's like a name like that. It's not really. It's like that kind of definitely phrase. created by women. Uh. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's um. Well, they have another show, um, Nick Lachey and uh, Vanessa Lachey. I guess um, they uh they have a show called Love Is Blind where yeah. I don't know if you've seen this, but like Natasha loves it. So it's it's a bunch of people. They all men and women, and they all like um. They sit in a room with like a wall behind them so they can't see each other. And then mm. they have like these like conversations, which are dates. And mm-hmm. then 
you know, they have like five or six conversations. I don't know how long it goes, but like after a while they like decide if they want to ask each other to be married <laughs> without, without having what? seen each other, without knowing each other. Not just date married? Married. Like Jesus Christ, like, man. Like I like how they're like gays are gonna ruin marriage. <laughs> these, these motherfuckers are doing it for TV. Yeah. Netflix has done more damage to marriage. <laughs> Sanctity of marriage. <laughs> you worried about two gay dudes, really? Yeah. Jesus. So they. So, they, so you know, I like, am Whitmer, and thank you for reminding me. Um, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. <laughs> you know what? I was upset about that. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go write my letter. Been for a decade. <laughs> So yeah, they have a conversation behind a wall and then they go and then after like the fifth conversation, they're like, you know, I'm really feeling your vibe. They always say that. They're like, I really feel in a connection. And then they go, will you marry me? And they're like, yes, I will. And then they see each other for the first time and they're either like, oh shit or like, oh, thank God. And then <laughs> you know that they probably purposely put in like a, you know, like a William Chung in there. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Hung? Yeah. Hung, yeah, whatever his name yeah. is. Like they put in like a dude who's just hideous or something, but yeah. has a nice voice or something. Yeah. They, they have to just to fuck with people, dude, right? They, you know what they need to do to fuck with straight men? They need to have, you know how some men are amazing at doing a female voice? Yeah. They need to have one of those dudes. <laughs> like one of those guys who's like a master voice. Like, oh my God. They can do a authentic woman's voice. It could, right? Like sounds like a woman. So that guy is just like, man, I really feel like we have something. I connect to you. And then he comes <laughs> and out. He's like, ha, 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 ha. You're gay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Created by Mike Daniels or whatever. <laughs> um, well, well, last season, I think it was last season. It might be the same show. I, I mean, all these shows look alike. So they had one couple where um, – uh, the guy was like, you know, they hit it off or whatever. And and so after you agree to get engaged, then you start seeing each other and you like date each other, go to each other's house or parents' house. Seeing each other physically? Yes. Yeah. And then you can actually like, once you've agreed to get engaged, then you start hanging out. Everybody hangs out with all, all the couples start hanging out and stuff. And then, um, you know, they go on dates, actual dates and meet the parents and all this stuff leading up to the wedding, which they've already agreed to. So then at the end of the wedding or at the wedding, the, here's the final moment. Here's where like the show pays off because they mm. walk down the aisle and they're like, do you take this man to be your wife and, and vice versa? And then one person says, I do. And the other one goes like, I can't. And then it's like, oh, no, like and, and that's when they are supposed to or, or the producers definitely tell them. The only time you can reject them is at the altar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because much. that's like in in real life, any person or, or not even real life in the world of this show, I would if I had that feeling of not wanting to marry this person, I would do it beforehand. But the yeah. producers are definitely like, we will fucking sue you for yeah. $20 million if you reject them previously. Yeah. You know, the producers are like, if you reject them before the wedding – we are not paying for the vacation. <laughs> this show yeah, is basically yeah, yeah. like, it's just like jackass for girls. It's just yeah. like so stupid. 
Right. But everybody's like, I can't can't take my eyes off of it at the same time. Well, here's like that sounds so because well, just sorry, one second. So like when if somebody does if they both say I do, does like Nick Lachey and Vanessa Hutchison just go, Well, my work here is done. We've we put these yeah. couples like do they take credit yeah. for it? They're like, Oh my god, thank Thank God for love, everybody. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for us. If it yeah, wasn't for like, us, they yeah. never would have met. Like, oh my God! Fourth divorce, Nick Lachey. What are, you, what are we talking about here? Um. Uh. So, I, I, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go, Chrissy. Um. So it's nice uh, to hear you not talk about wrestling for once. So it's really <laughs> well, coincidentally enough, no. I, I, <laughs> so um, the Undertaker was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's an the amazing sketch. <laughs> Speaking of a guy with three men. That's an amazing <laughs> sketch. If yeah. one of the Love is Blind people <laughs> is the Undertaker, the under- <laughs> 59 year old, like, bones uh, and then run through the muck of wrestling. I've been collecting so for 30 years i'm just looking to settle down <laughs> um oh man uh i had to figure out where i was going i would I mean, there, yeah. just one thing i want to bring up is that there oh two things there's one guy on there and it's so funny because he like they treated him like such an asshole it's exactly what we were just talking about where they're like you're married now yay love wins right but like there's one guy who's like who I think the girl said no. And then they did like the reunion show where they all sit on a couch and talk shit. So the, the guy's like, yeah, this is crazy. He's like, this is a TV show. Like we shouldn't, this is not an actual way to like find love. This is like insane. Uh-oh. And they're all like, you're a fucking asshole, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just jumps on him. Like you've been a shithead since the start. They're like, they're like, Everybody's Don't. earpiece went at the same time. Yeah. Of the producer's going, dude, you got to shut him down. Shut him down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, a, a red dot him. appears on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Nicholas is- like pulls him to the side. He's like, Hey, the first rule of show business is you don't show the business. <laughs> <laughs> I will make sure oh, you man. never work in the cottage industry of reality television again. <laughs> the, the weird mutation the weird. of modern life that is reality television. We're basically created like everything is the social capital. Everything is is fame and followers. Yeah. So like this this show is essentially like well. I have to marry a stranger, but I'll probably get like 10,000 followers out of it. Yeah. So it's probably worth and it. You're, and then you're like, maybe I can do uh, paid promotional ads with a, a startup yogurt company. So um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, I, if I get uh, 50,000 followers, I can probably make $500 per paid God, post. Could you imagine that being like, why did you buy that yogurt? Oh, because that person who married someone after meeting yeah. them for 10 minutes told me to (laughs) you're like wait what so funny you know i had a friend who did one of those shows oh yeah uh she was on your sister she did survivor (laughs) (laughs) but i was pissed she didn't find love on the island Um, (laughs) what the fuck allison i want to see you fall for someone Maybe Jeff Probst, the host. <laughs> um, that fucking a kind of cool, but kind of a tool guy. I, I don't know where we're at. Je- Jeff Probst is like cargo shirts in 2022. You're like, is it cool again now? I don't 
Um, but, but secretly, uh, the, he's been always been cool. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow! Yeah, Christian's from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Cargo a really shirt. great. That's a really huh? great. That's a really great analogy. Because yeah. like you flick it on, and you're like, dude, is Survivor still on? You're like our cargo shirts still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like cargo shirts are on season twenty or season forty nine. Yeah, you, like where all right, been? good for cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick before we jump into something else. Um, so uh, we were talking about like, what if someone was like, you know, like, yeah, hey, you're gay now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, on that show. So they had like pretty uh, standard fare for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so they had like this. Uh, they had this black couple, and um, they uh, one the guy was like, "You know, I love you. Let's get married." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, yeah." So they meet up. They like each other and stuff. And then the guy's doing like the interview segments where he's like the confessional segments where he's like, oh, "I'm just, I'm really scared of telling her my secret and all this stuff." And basically, oh. his secret was that he's bi. <clears throat> And then he's like, so he's like, I've been with other, I've been with men before or whatever. And, uh, and he's like, I'm just worried about telling her. So he like has the emotional, like, I need to talk to you about something. He's like, what could, nothing could, nothing you could say could (laughs) change how I feel about you. (laughs) You just just wait 15 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So then like she, uh, she he goes like well i've been with men before she's like sexually he's like yeah and then like she's like hmm he's like no at a sports bar (laughs) (laughs) i hope that's okay i have male friends yeah and her energy her energy changed to like you badass nigga like she definitely like had that vibe and I, i i do think they broke up before the wedding she was just like yeah. Gay motherfucker. <laughs> that is like, it, it's like a complete generalization. But in that community, that's like, yeah. the, like if it was two white people, I doubt it would. Uh, well, I guess it depends on wh- who, where they're from. Yeah. But it's probably like some California girl on that show. And she's probably like, I'm accepting of everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they're like, we need someone who's hard. <laughs> yeah let's get this girl so, from detroit <laughs> <laughs> they found someone they found someone who wouldn't be cool with it knowing that that would come up oh sure. yeah oh sure 100 they they know so much about a person going into it because they want to try and manufacture yeah. as many storylines as they can yeah they did that girl dirty they made her look like she's like homophobic or something and then, and then but, her, but her, they her, knew all along that she yeah. wouldn't be cool with it. But they made it. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, by the way, I'm not by a hope of yeah. Go ahead, sorry. You know, I was just saying they probably were like in the interview process, like tell us what you know. Would you do in dotes? Would you ever date someone who blah blah? blah. And they probably asked her about the bisexual one, but like it was like the fourth out of nine. Yeah. So she like, didn't like. It wasn't. They didn't like register as suspicious to her that they're asking no. her. So they're probably just like going like she's probably like yeah no I don't think so I don't I I don't think that's something for me yeah. And then they're like, ooh, we got was, a bi guy. Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna that was fuck the question. Woman. That was the question they had the intern highlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but that's exactly, I think you were just about to say that, Brett. Like, that was exactly her excuse. She's like, oh, I'm not like homophobic. I just, I think he should have told me first. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's something you tell somebody 
before you get a game. In a dark room (laughs) with cameras around. What questions would you like if you were on the show and you had five minutes? What are the most important questions that you would ask someone to be like, number one is, is do you like Dragon Ball Z? (laughs) (laughs) Number two, how how many times a week are you sucking my dick? No, I'm kidding. Well, I I know what I would ask when I walk in the room. Can I tell Hmm. you? First question. First question, like you walk in the dark room. I, are they in a? They're in like a different dark room, but it's no, like they're on, it's like one big room partitioned off with a big wall, but you can yeah. hear each other just fine. They can cool. hear each other. They I, just can't. I, see I know each other. what I would ask. First yeah. question, we haven't even met. I would go, "Is it cool if I masturbate in here?" <laughs> <laughs> I asked, <laughs> and she's like, "Louie." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, he's a huge fan." And now we're talking. Now we're yeah. having a conversation. About You're like, first of all, Louis. first of all, big tits. Big tits, what are we working with? <laughs> oh, no. dude, I got to – oh, God, real quick anecdote because we – but this is related to Louie and masturbation. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking in Greenwich Village last week after a spot and um, you know when you just have that interaction with strangers? Like I was holding my tripod and a group of four people, two dudes, two chicks, a little younger than me. Uh, the woman like was like, what are you filming? And I, I was with which comic, but I just go, ah, oh, you know, I'm a comic, so I just film my set. And she goes, "You're a comedian? Oh my god, we just watched a rapist perform, mm. Louis C.K. And <laughs> um, is um like, and I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, yeah, I hate watching rapists perform. And then I said, well, then I must be going. And and I thought it was hilarious, but I got nothing from both the two dudes who were clearly whipped by this kind of of irrational woman who had just talk about negative vibe. Yeah. But I got I was like, I got nothing off her. And, uh, but it was just, a, I just wanted to get, tell that little anecdote of, Hey, I said something funny in the wild guys. That's my story. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Anyway, well, I want to, I want to jump back to this story. Jump real, back, jump real, back real quick about the love is blind. If my, if I had to be on that show, my big secret would be like, I don't know how to tell you this, but, um, I watch wrestling. <laughs> you gay motherfucker. <laughs> Door slams. Yeah. God, that's so uh, funny. That is so funny. I would love to see like um do are they able to find new storylines? It's like what season are they on? Is it the same repetitive? I think they're on two. How- they just finished two. And no, it's like you just find new crazy people and, and whatever. And how often I don't mean this in a rude way, what is the ratio of high, like some people I've like seen clips on like TikTok or YouTube, like it's generally very attractive people, right? Like, yeah, there's a great Simpsons joke where Mo tries to get on like a dating show or something like that, and she's like, "Uh, no." They somebody somebody hands the casting agent his um his photo, and she goes, "No, I said I wanted uh, TV ugly, not ugly ugly." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like everybody's pretty attractive, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like no, there's no like real stinkers. There's no dogs. There's no dogs. They got to throw in one Quasimodo. <laughs> just to keep Just them. to see if love really is blind. 
if this yeah, show yeah. took place in 2001, there would definitely be like one yeah, little person. Yeah. Like they would just do it every oh season. Oh my God. That's so accurate. It would be the pre- <laughs> that would be the premise of the show would be like, who yeah. finds the midget? <laughs> like, like that's, that that's would be what the, the show. show is called. Not love is blind. Yeah. It's who finds the midget? <laughs> Dude, the early days of reality TV were freaking the wild west. Do you remember that show where they were Legend. like, they would take like girls who wanted like plastic surgery, the swan. Remember that show? No. Oh my God. This is like the craziest thing that we all allowed to happen was they had like these girls who were, you know, who self, you know, professed homely girls who, um, who were like, you know, I want to win this competition so that, you know, I can get at the end of it, they would get plastic surgery and they would just completely like make over their entire face. And then at the end that they would give them plastic surgery and they would like, they haven't seen themselves in front of a mirror yet. And then they would just do it. It was just the weirdest, like, um, just the weirdest game show ever. It's a game show. Like who got good plastic surgery or women participate in a pageant after undergoing a three month transformative process. Oh God. That's, Oh God. That's like, let's see. Of course it's like makes me sad to hear like the idea of someone taking three months, to like change their face uh in which women were judged who were judged to be ugly were given extreme makeovers that included several forms of plastic surgery um each contestant was assigned i like how they have to say self-professed as ugly because they can't just be like ugly women (laughs) yeah as if they didn't pick (laughs) be like no no they said they were ugly all right it wasn't us it was them they said it (laughs) so each week two women were featured and at the episode's conclusion one went home while another was selected to move up to compete in the swan pageant at the end of the season for a chance to be deemed the swan. <laughs> that just that should be the reality competition should be like for the plastic surgeon who did the best job. It's not the woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's actually true. Like, dude, you butchered her. You're out. <laughs> but Ronaldo, you did great. So you're passing. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> yeah. And in, that was and in reality TV's early days, I mean like anything, oftentimes the early days are the best version of it. I mean, I, even I saw a clip yesterday. It was just a, a, a small compilation of – remember the MTV show? MTV had the best dating shows. They had mm-hmm. Next. Remember yeah. Next? Next was amazing. Yeah. Next I do was remember Next. Fucking hilarious. Next so there was like There was like a woman and there was like three dudes and she could just next them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could, imagine me at a – but that's kind of what you would love to do on a date. Like yeah. we've all right. – in our own heads, there's a world in which we would love to just be a fat emperor who says, next. <laughs> <laughs> the funny oh, thing man. about when I watched those shows, I was probably like, I don't know. 15 or 16 but when when i watched them i thought everybody on there were like adults uh-huh. <laughs> so, but they were all like 20 19. probably like yeah yep. exactly <laughs> so i was like oh these these this is what adults do <laughs> like <laughs> like you could just be on the date and be like so what do you do like i don't know i like frito chips next <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> the the what what the best part of the show probably was the men going into the van yes. because they always would say two details about their life and then do a third line that was like, I cannot stress typically the cheesiest, lamest thing ever to say. 
And it's they're only saying it because they're highly impressionable. They're on TV, which just has a magic to it. So they're going to do what the producer says. Yeah. yeah. Like it would be a guy, he'd be like, hey, my name's Corey. Um, uh, I'm 21. I play baseball for the University of Alabama. And I can't wait to show this woman my big bat. And like they always, they always found people with either the oh, least man. amount of charisma ever, or <laughs> yeah. too much try-hard charisma. Right, yeah. and it always, um, uh, it always. The clip yesterday, one guy. This is how this guy. This guy is not realizing I was on national TV. Yeah, uh, he literally was like, "What's up." I'm Jamarcus, and I'm not afraid to say I like tiggle bitties. <laughs> it's like, who was like, let me oh introduce, I'm going to watch this show with my family. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh my God, you made it to television. That's so crazy. And then he's just on there like, yeah, I put some titties on my face. Yeah. <laughs> this, um, I'm looking at all these like, MTV shows. MTV show next. And I remember this one. Date my mom, so oh, yeah. so basically, oh, like they would take yeah, a girl on a date with the mom, right? Yeah, and she's like, you can date my daughter. Yeah, you can yeah, date exactly. my daughter, and the mom has to pick. Yeah, you yeah. remember great my twist ride? ending? Hold on, great twist ending on date <laughs> my mom <laughs> is if the uh, the guy the just started railing the mom, <laughs> <laughs> and the the what the girls in the room watching it because I think that's how they do it. The girl watches the date and yeah. she's like, holy shit, my mom is getting fucked in the ass. How have they not done a, <laughs> have they, how's porn not gotten on that? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Pit My Ride was always the funniest one because they would take a car that was worth $900 and then they would put like 20 grand worth of yeah. uh pimping into it <laughs> they wouldn't give I'm it like, a new dude, engine just, just buy him a new car <laughs> yeah, think? yeah I know. the whole beginning of it, it's like a sob story like oh this guy's car sucks it's so bad mm-hmm. and, and it's it like, was, yeah yeah and they're like yeah well we're gonna make it look so dope like it's gonna look only acceptable from the years of 2002 to 2003. Anywhere after that, you're gonna be driving the dumbest looking car ever. But th- those shows, but right in this moment, it's dope. It's it was so not dope because first off, they wouldn't be like, all right, uh, they wouldn't actually make car better parts better. They wouldn't be like, yeah, we gave it a new engine, uh, we had replaced the muffler, you needed a new transmission. They'd be like. We put a fish tank in your trunk because <laughs> you said that you have a fish at home, so that means your entire yeah. identity is fish. They latch on to one detail right, yeah, about yeah. a person yeah. that that probably is just like a a casual thing someone likes, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like they always put like a PlayStation or an Xbox in the car, yeah. And it's like, dude, what when is that useful? Like, when are right. you just chilling in your car somewhere where you're just playing? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the last time I sat in my car just for, to do it. And yeah, they they put a we we're like we put a they would always put like a a screen on the steering wheel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, you can watch TV while you're driving. Um. It's yeah. They would always be like, "We heard you're a tattoo artist. We put a tattoo gun in your trunk of your car. <laughs> now, now your car gets two miles to the gallon because <laughs> of the insane amount of machinery holding the trunk down." 
But think how sick it is, dude. You could just tattoo people at a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's like your entire identity because you said you kind of like goldfish. So right. <laughs> you now have goldfish yeah. crackers everywhere. Yeah. Right. It was, th- there's nothing functional about those cars. The guy is like, hey, I just wanted my car to be better to get to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I- I'm not trying to have. This like, what is yeah. what is your definition of a pimp exhibit? <laughs> right, because it would always be like, I use this car, I use this Honda Civic to you know drive around and give meals to the homeless, and be like, Becky, you're doing a great job. So we, you know, we put fucking a soda machine in the back of your car and this fucking foam gun <laughs> and check it out, blast those homeless people with foam. <laughs> like, what? And these are three homeless guys we glued to the seats. <laughs> so you don't have to drive around to help the homeless. The homeless come to you. Man, yeah. early reality television. And there's here's this other one. I remember. Yeah. Room Raiders. Do you remember this? Oh, I remember uh, the name. That, what was it about again? They it was I about definitely remember room. it. So three. Uh, what is it? I'm looking at the thing. I can only see like the... Um, uh, it's just the, like the thumbnail and I'm trying to remember what it was about, but it's like basically like three guys go into a girl's room and or vice versa. Three girls go into a guy's room and um, they, they like look around for stuff and then see if they want to date them by the stuff in right. their room. It was at it. Yes. And like your MTV, the whole thing about MTV is like, especially at that, that time, 2004, you know, they're just like, dude, if we find a dildo, <laughs> this will be the fucking greatest show ever. <laughs> we're just waiting for a dildo. One of these days, we're gonna. Can we just by season two? They're like, can we just put a dildo in there somewhere? God the premise of the show, by the yeah. way, like the premise of the show, just it's literally sounds illegal. Like this is what it says. <laughs> it says this reality program puts a new twist on da- on a dating show where contestants choose a date not by looks or charm, but but is in their bedrooms. The catch, these unsuspecting singles have no idea the rooms are about to get raided until after they're kidnapped from their house. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to, they stage a kidnapping. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. They literally throw a black hood over their right. face and fucking hit them with phone books. They put That's them in the right. trunk of the car and they, so they think they're being abducted. But when they open up the trunk, they're just like, guess what? You get to go on a date with Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? That's right. That's right. Yeah, they they kidnap the guys, put them in the trunk, and then they have to watch the girl like go through their stuff. And then based off those three rooms, she decides which one. I would, would they flip it? Would they ever have dudes going through a chick's room? I don't know. Like you are sounds- right. If they found a dildo, yeah, shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Those shows are always so stupid. It's like um, it's like Bear Grylls. It's like you you know how you know it's fake by the, how elaborate the shots are. Like yeah, right. Bear Grylls would be walking, and then all of a sudden, in a tree, there's a camera angle on him. The cameraman's right. clearly in a tree, and then there's a snake in front of the camera. It's like they clearly brought the snake and planted it and set up the shot. Like the cameraman just wasn't didn't happen to just be in a tree where a snake was. You know what I mean? Like it, Dude, so yeah, it's like like the, it's so stupid to be like. There's a whole camera crew in this person's room, and he, he's there getting kidnapped, and he's like, "What's going on?" It's like, dude, it's all fucking fake. <laughs> that show was fake. You knew it was fake because, like, I remember over the course of a season, that dude like got fatter, and you're like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, <there's>, all <laughs> right, something, something's up." This guy, this guy put on a little. He's got an, 
a little baby way while filming a show in which he has to survive in the wild. Yeah. Right. So you ever but, see a reality show where like they they go to the person's house to be like, hey, you're on a reality show. And they're like, oh my God, what? what? But the camera angle is from inside their living room. <laughs> yeah. So when they answer the door. <laughs> huh? What? What are you doing yeah. here? <laughs> it's like, dude, you, how, there was a cameraman in your house. Like, did you not, yeah. how did you not know? <laughs> also, wouldn't you be like, why is there a truck, a van outside? They're taking an hour to load out equipment. <laughs> I wonder what's going on. <laughs> why does this guy have a boom mic in my living room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I won't investigate. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's the usual video crew coming into my room. Dude, 10 to 15% of reality shows in the early 2000s could have just been called like slut shame. <laughs> and like, yeah. like we got 15 sluts in a room and we just <laughs> shamed them we fucking told them they were sluts and yeah. this guy has to choose one slut to slob his knob <laughs> it's like so you know what though that baseless. would that would have been the copy back then like i can't I, I know i just can't and we talk about it a lot but it's like i just can't stress how like how nobody cared back then. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that people like, that's the whole like retroactive canceling stuff that like, yeah, uh, it always bothers me. Cause I'm like, dude, we were all there. <laughs> like yeah, none of us yeah. were like, Hey, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were, we were all like, Oh, this car. is TV. Yeah, of course. We were all in the getaway car. We all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took a piece of the bank heist. Like, and we were like, this show is fucking <laughs> funny, bro. <laughs> Dude, yeah. oh, and then there'd be one season where, like, dude, dude, dude they cast a gay guy. They oh, cast a gay shit, guy. Dude. You gotta watch the gay one. It's gotta be. It's gonna be fucking stupid, dude. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, like? What do you think they're gonna do? Like, <laughs> oh my god! But the gay guy they would cast. Like, huh? Go ahead. No, just the yeah, gay just guy like, they like, would cast would be so yeah. maximum gay. Yeah. <laughs> they would be and I say that so that I can then do an offensive stereotype of a gay man. Where he's like, Let's hear hey, it. hey, I just got back from sucking cock. What's up, fellas? No one is like in the cry out at the bottom it says Travis, and then underneath of it says gay man. <laughs> <laughs> As if we didn't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are you gonna say, Rig? Um, I forgot. <laughs> you you want to hear the worst reality television show uh, among them, at least of all time? And it's mm. on what is now referred to as a prestige reality show, Survivor, which is you know a bit of more of a thinking man's reality show since it's like <laughs> it is. It's like a social uh, social experiment and. Uh, people are like, I like the strategy of it. But this is one of the worst things they ever did. I think it was earlier, mid-2000s. They always have a hook to the season, right? My sister's season was David versus Goliath. Uh, people who are like Goliaths in everyday life have like all this achievement or whatever versus Davids, people who don't. Which was a stupid theme because some of the Davids they chose were like tenured professors yeah. of like robotics <laughs> at like a university it's like yeah he's like small and nerdy but like this dude makes great money has a really great respected job like can we not act like this we're just whatever so they always have a theme right uh blood versus water family members versus strangers one season in the early 2000s 
they did a theme where they broke the tribes down by, by race? race. That's right. <laughs> have we ever talked Ooh. about this? Have we ever talked about this? They uh, fucking <laughs> broke the tribes down by race. This That's is the so black funny. tribe. This yeah. is the white tribe. Here are the Asians. And Before we continue, just so we know who truly is the superior race, who won? Uh, I think everyone lost. <laughs> As a people where we were like this silly, stupid reality yeah. show. Everyone uh, got fired before the season ended. <laughs> the idea of like Jeff Probst going like, we're finally going to figure out <laughs> which race <laughs> is the yeah. best. The, it, that, it's yeah. Remember that ice cube show where he, it was called black and white, I think. And he had a black family and he painted them white and a white family painted them black and just like mm. had them like uh, basically live in white world and live in black world. Am I the only one who remembers this? No, I don't. Ice <laughs> Cube? It? Ice Cube. I think it was called Black and White. Yeah. So basically, uh, okay, the show was, pre, um, it was an, on FX. It was a reality TV show on FX. Follow two families of three, one white and the other black. Through studio quality makeup, the two families traded races and experienced what life is like in the other shoes. Despite the... The white family being called the Wurgles. The three participants were not a real family in the strictest sense. Uh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I remember this show. And, like, it wasn't, like, the best makeup. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, the black family would, like, you know, like, the white son. The black son, I guess, would dress up in white makeup and, like, hang out with the kids. And, like, as if, like, <laughs> and then just start talking about black people. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> as if that's what you guys do. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't. <laughs> like, as soon as you guys get around other white people, you're like, so anyway, the blacks, right? <laughs> you're like, no friend is like, like, I don't know, what do we think about black people? Like, <laughs> it'd be like, yeah, dude, you're clearly wearing makeup. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Even if you weren't, my thoughts would be pretty uh, uninteresting and normal. Yeah. God, that's so funny. That's so funny. I mean, a show like that, I mean, they probably, uh, I mean, the white, God, how do you, how much money did you get to wear blackface? I know. That was that's like, like what they get, like 25 grand. Yeah, I, I wonder. Oh, hold on. Let me. There's pictures. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, if you're black listening. Black white, it was called. Black period. Black white, white period. yeah. Black white. I can't believe that was a show. I mean, I can't yeah, believe dude. that was a show. <laughs> that's, it's, God, that's fucking hilarious. Just as like, that got past all of the levels of production that are required. To there should be a new reality show kind of similar where they take like people and dress them up into other races and then hang around that race. And then like, you just try to get them to say something racist and it, their yeah. shows like basically to cancel someone. <laughs> you get 25 grand. Anytime you make someone say the N word. <laughs> yeah, and basically like <laughs> you're like trying to get people canceled. Like that's the whole yeah. point. Yeah, oh, that's oh, a great man. idea. It's like we take a white guy, we put him in blackface, then we send him into a Fortune 500 company with all these rich <laughs> white dudes, yeah. and then he has to make them call him the N word. Yeah. 
And then it's like, really, it's like the most racist person is the guy dressed up as a black guy because he's trying to do something that would enlist the N-word. So so he's just like doing every stereotype he could think of. But you have to do it like next. You know what I mean? You have to do it like that show next. Like, wait, you have him come out. It's like, all right, I'm going to go get these guys to say these Fortune 500 guys to say the N-word. I got a bottle of, of rye whiskey and some strippers. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> so funny. Uh, that is hilarious. I mean, just as a show. I, did they only put black people in white face? No, they have white people in black face. Oh, because I was like, all right, I, you know, you kind of get a bit more I sent of the, a- I put it in the chat. You can kind of see. But, ooh, the white, the white woman who turns black looks like fucking insane. Um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, sorry, that's de- that's, that's yeah, it's a visual, but it's um. But look it up, people. Black dot period white period, and yeah. boy, boy, is that a period piece? Yeah. <laughs> Are you like on the dark web or something, Christian? These links I get, like I click them, and it says no hot linking allowed from the makeup uh, gallery dot info. <laughs> like I, I don't not, know. Like when are you like not allowed to look at a link? Like what the fuck is this? I'm just Dude, like Christian going- is such a fucking weirdo that he's like, yeah, I just like troll the dark web for shit like, <laughs> frequently, not like once or twice. Is like, what is this all about? Yeah. Have I'm you guys just- been on the dark web? I don't even know no, what it is. I, so. I mean, I know conceptually, kind of like what it is, but I don't even know. Yeah. Like, is it is it you like, need, a like a website special- or is no, it like a network of websites? Is it's it like a network of websites? You need you actually need like a special browser to get there. And, um, yeah, uh, it's like it's it's weird. I was like, um, I just kind of wanted to see what's on there, but it's it's not anything that I'm gonna be like <laughs> that I need. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's mo- like honestly, most of it is like somewhere to buy drugs or to hire a hitman. Like it was pretty much it. Wow. Like if- I, yeah, I have this idea. I just want to run by you guys. It's sort of a bit idea, but I think it's like kind of a good idea. Can I run it by you? Yeah. We no, all, we off. all we all have people in life we don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. So, but you would never hire a hitman for someone you didn't like because you're not a bad person. Like you wouldn't kill someone that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't mind inconveniencing their lives and making them a little worse. So <laughs> sure. I think if there was a line of like hitmen, but just for inconveniencing someone, <laughs> does this make sense? Like you yes. just like hire right. someone to like be in front of them in traffic and just go really slow. Right. Or you call their like, credit card company and cancel their cards. So then the next time yeah. they use it, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. they're not, they're just not going to get fucked over, but like, yeah, yeah. He just wasted two hours of their time. Suck on that. <laughs> yeah. Suck on that Craig. Yeah. It's like, you're basically like Mike Irma hunt or whatever. <laughs> Mike Irma trout from breaking bad yeah, for breaking bad. of just annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> would you do that uh, would you hire someone to do that i mean they how would much have to we be talking like, yeah how much we talking and who because they would have to uh, be like really annoying uh i mean how much would you pay for some service like that <sighs> i'd have to really hate the person yeah i think 500 bucks is appropriate for like just and just fucking up their day like just nuisance He's like that insurance guy, the mayhem guy. Yeah. It's it's like you pay for mayhem just like me. 
Yeah. You got, um, you know, it's like, yeah, if you want to, if you want to, like, you just put something stupid on their car all the time. Like, just, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, you just put a, a new Honk bumper sticker on their car. if you got big titties. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning they wake up and they go, there's someone putting a honk if you got big titties <laughs> bumper sticker on my fucking car every day. It's so like, uh, and then the guy shows up to your door. If you want these bumper stickers to stop. Stop microwaving fish in the company of microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. Yeah. Oh, God. I love that. Every day you put a pro-life bumper sticker on the car. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, man. But there's a guy on TikTok whose name is like Brian Breaks Bad News. And -hmm. basically people hire him to like tell people bad news. So they'll be like. Hey, this is Brian from Brian Breaks Bad News. I'm calling because your friend Jessica wanted me to tell you that she fucked your boyfriend. Wow. Damn. And then he just goes like, oh, by the way, can you give me a five-star review? (laughs) 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 This is so funny. She's like, I'm really upset, but you did a good job. I appreciate it. That's real? I mean, who knows? It's It's on TikTok, so who knows? Uh, you know sure. how real anything is, but that's the concept. The concept yeah. is is he will break bad news for money. You pay him, and then he'll tell the person. I three would, stars. Yeah. Three stars. Bedside. I'm gonna left a lot to be desired. <laughs> I'm gonna pay him to like call Brett. Oh boy! And, and it's gonna be something so minor, like you answer the phone. It's like, hey, Brett, this is Brian from Brian Breaks Bad News. I got some bad news for you. Um. Your friend Wit, um, he just uh, he's busy this weekend, so he can't hang out. <laughs> uh, 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 I'll be like, all right, that's fine. Uh, uh, okay, uh, yeah, we'll reschedule. He's like, yeah, all right, cool, that's a good idea. <laughs> I would have him pay him to uh, call one of you guys while you're at work and deliver the most horrendous news of all time. He's like, Listen, uh, Christian. Uh, your wife Natasha and son Miles are both dead. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, your friend Brett uh, sent me here. <laughs> You're like, God damn it! I hate that. That'll be fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, he like, charges, what, you charge me? That's the bad. That actually is the bad news. He charges the person. Uh, it's like a collect invoice. call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, do you accept the charges? Uh, uh, that's really funny. He gets the name mixed up, though. He goes, your wife, Miles, and your son, Natasha. And you're like, whoa, that's <laughs> whoa, two whoa, stars, whoa. dude. Two you stars. fucked up. <laughs> you even get the names right, you idiot. <laughs> Terrible. I wanted to ask this earlier in the show. What reality love show, dating or love show, do you think has the highest success rate of actually leading toward a constructive good relationship? Uh, 100% Room Raiders, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. That if would there be was like a post. Yeah. Like, show. where are they now? And it's like, well, yeah. like, there's like 80 for- really happy marriages <laughs> from fucking room raiders. Really? You don't think, you don't think they found love on F boy Island? <laughs> I'm looking up. These are, these are real names. Married at first sight. Love Island. F boy Island. Too hot to handle. Oh um, my God. Love is blind. Love Island UK, married at first sight. I think Fuckboy Island is supposed to be the one where, like, 
you can either get money or be with the person who you're set yeah. up with or something. Mm-hmm. And then I, everybody who picks the money is like seen as an asshole, but like mm. you're all like here for something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're all here yeah. for followers. You're all here for, you're trying to parlay this into a fucking influencer career. Like all of like to take the money is just the most honest people there. Yeah. Yes, especially that environment where you're like, yeah, now that I have a little bit more money, it will be easier for me to find a mate in everyday life. Yeah. So, and the way that it, you know, seems more healthy. So I'm going to do that. Here's well, it's like act. you met this girl six days ago. Would you rather have a hundred grand or marry her? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'll take the hundred grand because I've only known her for six days. So yeah. even if she's cool, I'll take the money and maybe I'll hit her up later. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah, that's <laughs> like there is to go like money and then like give me your number and we can hang yeah. out <laughs> with a hundred thousand dollars so we can have a hundred thousand dollars more fun. Right. <laughs> um. Here's the here's a couple more for the love of Ray J, which I remember. Of course, here's the most. Wow, dude, that was a big show back then. That was a big show. Really? That was like idiot. That was like third tier, like flavor of love. Was this post sex tape? Rock of love. Yeah, post sex tape. Yeah, Yeah, rock of love. Ray J is not known for being a rapper or singer. Ray J is known for having a sex tape with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, he's made a living off that for quite some time. This is the most 2010 show i've ever heard of ocho cinco the ultimate cash what and i'm just looking at the poster so i'm is what chad I'm johnson yeah chad johnson yeah. The nfl <laughs> wide receiver what yeah. is who's really big in 2010 <laughs> like, he did a show about women trying to fall in love with ocho cinco yeah i guess he did a reality dating show where i uh, love that guy that guy's awesome it's Ochenta Isinko, though I, I i never understood that his number was 85 and he goes i'm ocho cinco Eight, that's five. eight what, five. You know, <laughs> that's eight and oh by the way, five. That's not bro, it's it's not, Ochenta y Cinco or Ochenta Cinco if you're doing it quick. His no, people are like shh, shh, it's, shh. it's not Spanish. He's speaking yeah. the language of swagger, you idiot. It's Ocho Cinco. <laughs> yeah. Ochenta Cinco is not a good nickname. Ocho Cinco flows. It just yeah. flows. But it's dumb. You're dumb. To be like, I'm gonna be my jersey <laughs> number, but in Spanish, but not Spanish. Yeah, but it's okay to say I'm eight five. Call me eight five. Yeah, but he changed his name legally <laughs> to, to Chad Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. On the back of his jersey, it said Ocho Cinco on it when he played in the NFL. It was the dumbest publicity stunt of all time. Was he the um, Was he the one who uh, who cried when people were making fun of Tom Brady or something? Was that him? Uh, I think that's Terrell Owens who was crying uh, when yeah, people were making fun of Tony Romo. Oh right, that's right, that's right. Sorry, really, because yeah. he had his. That's my quarterback, man. man. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of sweet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's very sweet. <laughs> hey, did you know Chad Ochocinco? Uh, I don't know if he intersected with my brother. I need to ask him. But- yeah, so Chad Ochocinco, our thing messed up for a moment. A uh, Chad Ochocinco played in the MLS Major League Soccer for one small publicity stint and stunt. Mm-hmm. As a, I uh, just played for a team, and the Kansas City Wizards was the team he played for, which was the team my brother was on. And it's just like it was emblematic of the lack of respect people had for soccer, where they just think, "Oh, he's a good athlete. 
he'll be the really good. And it's like, this guy's never touched a soccer ball. Like, yes, he is very fast, but that's not going to like, if you suck on the ball, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, right. But that was like uh, the American sports fan. And then Chad Ochocinco, who knew the whole time, actually, I think my brother was like, yeah, he was like an awesome dude. He was like, guys, I know this is stupid, so I'm yeah. going to take you guys out to dinner all the time. That's sweet. And thanks for letting me be uh, do this thing. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, 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 I make a mockery of your sport. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you know what? This is actually the most eyeballs we've ever gotten. I know, so, really. So. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Yeah. So while we were paused, uh, Sarah heard us talking about Fuckboy Island, and it, the show <laughs> premise was actually way worse than I said it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so damn. the way the Fuckboy Island worked was they brought on contestants, right? And um, the men half of them were fuck boys and the other half were like genuine men looking for love. And then the women had to like pick the guy. Right. So at, when I went to the end, there were like three women and they settled down to three men and two of the women picked genuine man, but then it went to the third. Yeah. And she, she picked a fuck boy and he goes, ah, I'm a fuck boy. Gotcha. And he's like, I get, the, I, I, I get the money. But this is the fucked up thing because I actually remember this now because I was watching it with Sarah. This is so funny. They so I think it was like hosted by like Elizabeth Banks or like a legit celebrity too. Right, <laughs> she like, was there. Like, and when the guy goes, "Ah, gotcha. I'm a fuck boy. You fucked up. I get a hundred grand." The host just goes, "Actually." No, you don't get the money. You're an asshole, and now everybody knows you're an asshole. So, like the whole premise wow. of the show, the whole premise of the show was just giving up on just so Elizabeth Banks can call her an asshole. Yeah. But, like the guy thought he won the show, which he fucking did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that—that's yeah. so that like that the guy, the victim, the true victim of that show yeah, was the exactly. boy. Who was told, hey, you're a fuckboy, so you have to make you your goal is to trick someone into falling in love with you so you make money. He goes, All right, got it, I can do that. And at the end, they're like, You're an asshole. It's like you're the one who brought everybody here, you yeah. dicks. Oh, <laughs> it's not him. It's yeah. the fucking it's the whole premise of the show. Like, don't <laughs> act like he's some cancer. Yeah. Like <laughs> he was told he he came in with honest about who he was to right. the people he was supposed to be honest to. Yeah. And right. and this, you know what? Justice for fuckboys, man. Right? <laughs> we need to, uh, we why are we not marching in the streets I for all love, of these innocent fuckboys? I do love the like uh, It was Nikki aspect. Glazer. Nikki oh, Glazer yeah. hosted and she was she literally was like, You are a dick. Anyway, sorry. Chris. No, I just love the idea of the reveal of a fuckboy like revealing himself <laughs> like fucking I don't know, like he's fucking Rumpelstiltskin or something where he's like, ah, I gotcha. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like it just it would just be funny if she's like I love you and he's been like buttoned up this whole time and then he just like pulls his dick out I'm a fuck boy ah! <laughs> he, <laughs> he rips his, his, how you yeah. play the game like so there's like a there's these series of games called like Jackbox and there's one that's called like the faker or something yeah. so every like you all you everybody plays like your controller is your phone right and yeah. then one yeah. one of you is the faker and there's like a way of figuring it out who it is. And the whole group has to work together to be the faker. But if you, you like your phone says you're the faker, you have to pretend like you're not the faker. Like that's the whole thing. Right. So like whenever I'm the faker, I'm always like, dude, I think Sarah is the faker. <laughs> like, and it pisses her off. So she gets so mad, but I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. 
That's what am I supposed to go, guys? I'm the faker. Yeah, but people get, people get really pissed when you're you're lying to them in front of them. Like, yeah, <laughs> but that's the goal of the game. Like, don't right. play like. Right, we're on a reality show. Like, it's okay to lie within the boundaries of that show. Like, right. Yeah, this poor fellow was promised. A, is it was it a hundred grand? Like a like a life changing or not about full life, but mostly life changing amount of money. Was it a hundred grand? And then Let me this look it guy, up. it would be because that's like actually kind of fucked up to uh, tell well, someone this is that the they thing, can like, how win a hundred grand. And how they can succeed. you even? How can you do a season two after that? Like you ruined like the whole premise of the show. Yeah, I guess they're one and done. But yeah. I feel for a, a fuck boy who thinks he's going to change his life, and he's like, and then you know. Or maybe he's a good guy who's pretending to be a fuckboy to get on the show and then acting like a good acting like himself the whole time, but pretending he's a fuckboy behind yeah, the yeah. in order to get the hundred thousand dollars to pay for his mom's cancer. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would love that reveal. You're a <laughs> fuckboy and you get nothing. And he's like, Oh, I was gonna uh try and that- pay for my mom's chemo. But um <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway, you know, I, all the stuff I said, I meant. I was, I uh, was actually lying. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I'm gonna go get on my my scooter because it's my only means of transportation. <laughs> because I sold my car to pay for a bunch of homeless people's meals. Um, yeah. So anyway, how do I get oh, off this so- island? <laughs> <laughs> I lost oh my, my house God. in the financial crisis of 2008, and then yeah. my whole family died in the COVID. So, yeah. you know, I just didn't really have anything going on. I just really needed the money to go back to school and try to, like, get a good job. So that's yeah. why I was here. And, um, and well, I, but I guess I'm an asshole. So, yeah. <laughs> and my school was uh, <laughs> flooded and taken down after Hurricane Katrina. So, yeah, every. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, my uncle oh. died at 9-11, like every year. <laughs> <Yeah, country. laughs> I couldn't get my high school diploma because I went to school at Columbine and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm actually two of my friends uh, died and I'm actually raising their child. We currently live in Flint, Michigan. So if I could just take a couple jugs of water. Um, <laughs> I, I get I don't get the money. I get. Um, <laughs> it's like the best dude ever who's been through the worst life imaginable. Every American tragedy. Oh, oh my God. Uh, dude. That's, but but that's such a, that's such a 2020, like that's our, like in 2002, like it was all about sluts and shit. <laughs> in 2020, like 2022, like the reality show is just about like shaming a person who's a, who's a jerk. Yeah. But the, the whole idea of it's like the whole industry is jerks. It's reality TV. It's, There's, it's like what I don't understand about like, like we literally have people like Gordon Ramsay and Simon Cowell who 
are famous for yelling at and humiliating people on mm-hmm. TV. Like real people, like contestants on shows, not like paid actors, like real dudes who own a restaurant or tried to sing one time, you know, like, <laughs> and like we celebrate them. And they, the reason why they have jobs and get new TV shows is because they're fucking dickheads, right? Yeah. And then like we'll cancel Ellen because she's a dickhead. Yeah. She's a dickhead boss. I'm like, that's what. Simon Cowell and Gordon Ramsay—they're just dickheads. Like, how, so if you do it on TV and, and get rewarded from it financially, it's okay. But if you do it behind the scenes, you're a monster. Well, <laughs> Ellen also told people not to look her in the eye. So you know, she, I don't know if she but, should be canceled. Okay, but, but she, Gordon Ramsay like told a, a little, woman that that her pasta was so bad that he wants she should go kill herself or something like. Yeah, but you gotta, we, like. No, I, the- I understand what you're saying. The real thing we should be canceling Ellen for is being a lesbian. Now, <laughs> that is actually what she originally almost got canceled Wait, Ellen, for. Ellen's gay? That's true. <laughs> Ellen's gay. <laughs> Since uh, when? I love that that was like a, you know. Uh, no, but Ellen is a dick, and Ellen's a twat. And I actually talked to staff members on her show when I was in los angeles for a few months and they were like this was in this is like 2013 and they're like that woman is an asshole and yeah that was like a decade before any of the shit anyway i know what you're saying these people are paid to be dicks but they're dicks for show like they're dicks for the show ellen's but, persona is i am so the only difference is lovely the only difference is as an audience, if you do it for people's entertainment. So if we had Ellen behind the scenes of her but being a dick to all her employees and people were enjoying it, then it's yeah, okay. Call it my dickhead boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but El- I mean, it's always like people always feel betrayed by celebrities when their public persona doesn't match who they are as a person. It's yeah. a little unfair to celebrities. It's kind of tacky how much we're obsessed with who they are as people. Are they nice and good? Yeah. But, right. uh, you know, Ellen definitely had the whole like, I'm just like everyone's smile and dance and I love everybody and everything. You know, meanwhile, uh, you know, she was the type of boss who was like, I don't know, not treating people with basic human respect. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I think we should probably, uh, uh, yeah, taper off here. Justice for fuckboys. And Justice there's nothing. Fuck there's boys. nothing wrong with a man being a boy mm. and just trying to have sex. Mm. Yes, I was. Trying I mean, to- fuckboy is the male term for slut. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And fuckboy. we don't slut shame. So why are we fuckboy shaming? I don't know, man. It's a it's a twisted world we live in, and it's fucked. I don't up. agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> Anyway, we should talk about um, we we just announced the tickets are on sale for race the movie the play. I know we announced it on here, but on our socials and stuff, you can get the link for all the tickets. And uh, we our Kickstarter for the play is launching today. Um, more info on that and our socials you'll find very shortly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, please either buy tickets to the show or if you're not in New York and wouldn't be able to attend and or. Honestly, it would help us a lot if you go to our Kickstarter and you give uh, any amount of money. Yeah. You know, it helps with the momentum of it. Uh, We're about to hit launch probably after this call. It helps with the momentum of it. Throw a dollar. uh, Like, if you have a little bit more to spare and you really like the idea, 
it would help us a lot to give more, of course. But, you know, I would never get any amount of money and be like, that's not enough, you asshole. Yeah. So, uh, you know, whatever you have spare to support, it would go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big project and this is the start of it. So uh, true or share it with friends, you know, via text thread or something. Yeah, um, anyway, that's our, that's what we're plugging. So yep. I think if you type in, go to Kickstarter and type in race the movie, or you'll see it on our socials, or we're going to have race the movie, the play.com redirect to the Kickstarter. So yep. type that in mm-hmm. suck on that folks. <laughs> just be rude. <laughs> just to, yeah. completely. <laughs> yeah. Donate fucks. You don't ass fucking bitch. asshole. Even if you give us money, we're still going to fucking hate you. <laughs> No, but thanks. Just uh, the worst way to Yeah, get we appreciate people. anything. Anything helps. And uh, yeah, just thank you to the people that have already bought tickets and stuff. It's really Yeah, cool. it's it, it's a tremendous uh, – a play of this magnitude that has um, so many different set pieces and it's such a big concept is really, really hard to pull off in two months basically. So any type of extra resources – that we have uh, basically money uh, will help us tremendously do this in a way that's like, you know, the way we want to do it and stuff. So it's really imperative and stuff. If you have anything to, to, to donate, cause it could be really useful for us. Um, but yeah. Anyway, and rig specials coming out in, uh, soon, but I'm sure he'll mention more when more is. Uh, yeah. The, the editing is taking forever and there's always like, it sucks dude when you're a comedian like you're not even just a comedian you have to be a graphic designer to to design everything you have to like edit you have to like it's just so much shit i thought it would be done by march (laughs) it's just forever but anyway i'll let you guys know all right right, thank you for listening everybody see you next week peace Bye. bye